player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Fantastic. Good to be... Been a while. It's been a while. After two <sighs> weeks, we're back. What? Karaoke. Another good one. It's really not. <laughs> it's just for us. It's a good one. And Ernie. Um, <laughs> my wife got a karaoke machine for Christmas, and we stole it on family game night. But if this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast. We're just about every week, except for last week. Two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share the video with your friends, family, and everyone in between. Um, if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Just like our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton did. Shout out to Aunt Sue. Missed you. Um as well as our affiliate, James Solar. If you like merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. As I've been doing for months now. This is nice, by the way. Huh? Nice. I'll get to that. Months and months for now. From now. Then now. To now. <laughs> Please go ahead and wear your... Mask for crying out loud. Some of y'all are real stupid. Real dumb. Like real dumb. Like Dwayne Haskins dumb. Um I don't think anybody that's watching us is that dumb, but like, come on, y'all. Like, seriously. Six months they think they can get us all vaccinated. So wear your mask. Yep. <sighs> Um, we took last week off for the week of Christmas and, uh, we reposted our second episode ever, which I do have to say, I I skipped around a little bit on it. Woo doggy. We've gotten a lot better since then. That was, oh, I mean, yeah, it was five years ago. The equipment's gotten better. We've gotten better. Um, I was struck by how terrible we sounded. Yeah, it was like I know these aren't like the best mics in the business by any means, but like I think they're pretty good. Yeah, and they're real good when you listen to how we used to sound. It was, but yeah, it was more yours. Mine was okay. Yours was fine. Um, Mine was not. But it's one of the favorite episodes I think that we ever did. Even with all of your audio flubs, you're like, I'm gonna put this. How do I turn the volume up on my iPhone? Um, super. Wait, what was it? Base is loaded for Nintendo. <gasps> Ducktales. Sean, Sean, you got mom. What is that? Cut. I don't remember what the quote it was. It was Contra. It was Contra, but it was like it wasn't even on my list. It wasn't even on my list. <laughs> Good times. Um, so go check that out if you haven't already five years ago. It was, we actually almost posted it five years to the day, which was pretty cool. Um, but we took the week off. We are back now. Better than ever. We have survived Christmas 2020. Um, we've almost survived 2020. Almost. Let's knock on wood. A few days left. Is this wood? Is it made of wood? <laughs> Is it made of wood? Yeah, it's wood. It's like fake wood. I think it's like, it's like fiberboard. Fiber. Yeah. 
uh, pressed. I'm feeling all the old like holes from our crappy. Oh, yep. <laughs> our homemade. Yep. For yep. some reason, we were like, yep. we're going to make our own legs. <laughs> We're like, no, we can buy legs for like 40 bucks. And, that's and then we <laughs> noticed throughout the recording of our podcast, the table just slowly shifted. Yeah, this one's held up pretty good. Yeah. Plus, we're not always taking it down and putting it up and taking it down and putting Dave it up. Correct. So that helps. Uh, but yeah, we survived Christmas. A uh, little recap for me, because we're both a couple of giant children. I got a little game called Demon Souls. I got the Mega Man X collection, which I'm very happy that I have. I don't know when I'm going to get to it. Mostly I wanted that because I played X. I've never played two or three, but those don't interest me as much as four, five, six, seven, and eight. Once they left the sixteen bit realm. Oh, I forgot you got that. Yeah. I'm just I just want to know what those are like. And then Zero comes into play at some point, so you're sorting and slashing and flipping and dipping and um so I'm excited for that. Uh I got another dual sense controller. I did get Tenet on 4K Blu-ray. Have you watched it? I have not yet because I need to be high. (laughs) Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, should I be drunk or should I not? No, because I was and I didn't understand it. You were drunk? Yes. Okay. Oh, I mean, I had been drinking. I don't know if I'd say drunk, but I had been drinking. Buzzed. And it's a confusing movie to begin with. Right. I would go in as clear-minded as you can be. Okay. That's what I was wondering. No distractions because you need to focus I was not in the proper mindset. I do want to watch it again. Um, I went back and like read the Wikipedia for it, and I'm like, oh, uh, it was yeah. a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, I've duh. avoided Like, how did I? Months. How did I miss that? Like, it was bad. I really. I mean, that being said, I enjoyed the movie despite not knowing what was going on. Yeah, I have no idea how they filmed it. It's crazy. It's good though. Yeah. See, like, Inception was like that with the special effects and stuff, but I could pretty much follow it, and I think the ending is pretty clear. This, from what I've garnered without seeing spoilers... I don't know if garnered's the right word. ...gathered, no one knows what's happening on the first viewing. Pretty much. But, like, at least Inception, it was a lot of just special effects. This, I'm not spoiling anything, because you can pretty much tell from the trailer, there's forwards dudes fighting backwards dudes, right. and somehow it just, it it works, and it look. I have no idea how they did it, but it was, I think if I could see it again, already knowing what happens, I think I'd like it a lot more, because I would understand it a lot more, but I liked it plenty not even yeah not yeah. knowing what was going on so uh, i also got the dark knight trilogy on 4k blu-ray now that i have a 4k blu-ray player and jess was like why do you still get discs and i was like shut up rasan i don't even know why you buy movies i don't know i mean not buy movie but like you know own like end game yeah what if i cancel disney plus that i can't watch it well, don't cancel it. I'm just saying, I don't know. I think Endgame is literally the only movie I've bought or gotten as a gift in... That you done gotten? Easily in five years, and probably longer than that. I don't know when the last time I bought a movie was. It was yeah. when I was still in Connecticut, because I had my DVDs all on a little case, and I was very proud of them. Mine are all DVDs, the for some reason. But even then, I don't think I 
bought any new ones for a while. I've bought. I, I can. Same, I can safely say in the last five and a half years, I have only bought one movie, Endgame. But you still get games on disc. Yeah, because I'm gonna play game. I'm just saying, I'm gonna play games. You don't though. You play it once. But if I could rent a movie, I mean, if I could rent a game for $4. for like three, four dollars, and just be able to play it until I'm done with it, I right. would absolutely do that. But well, but no game, right? Yeah. I like discs. I got nothing against discs. It's the movies. <clears throat> <clears throat> I also got on Blu-ray. The Batman 80th anniversary animated film collection with 18 movies on there, and I'm very happy about that. Some I've seen, some I have not, and I'm just very happy to have it. I was hard pressed to when you look, you're like huh? realize there were 18 Batman movies. Yeah, there were some things on there like there's a lot more animated Batman movies than I realized. Yeah, and I know a lot of them aren't like major releases and whatnot, but like. I know of like Mask of the Phantasm and like some of them, but there were like seven, eight, nine animated ones on there. There were a lot of animated ones on there. No, they're all animated. That's the whole thing. Oh. It's 18 animated Batman movies. Oh. See, I think I just like skimmed like, through under them. The Red never Hood, Dark Knight oh. Returns 1 and 2. That went right Batman over my head. Robert. I didn't realize they were all animated. Assault on I just Arkham. assumed as I went down, it was probably going to no. be, oh, there's Dark Knight, there's. Dark Knight Rises, there's Begins, there's Forever. No, nope, there's... no, nope, Because nope. then okay. I would not have asked for both. Because I already had those on Blu-ray. Now I've got them on 4K Blu-ray. Wow. The Dark Knight movies. Okay. Wow. Um, and then I also did get Call of Duty Black Ops. We'll get to the video games in here, here in a second. Sean, how was your Christmas? It was good. Um, I, like, seemingly every year now, I feel like I'm like, I don't really know what to ask for at yeah. this point. Um, I got my second dual sense. I got the charging station, which I was pleasantly I'm surprised shocked. by. When you open that, I was like, "How?" I'm. I would have thought as soon as I saw it. I'm like, "Oh, mom probably asked you, uh, Kevin. Uh, this is sold out. Can you um, let me know, know when Wario tweets?" <laughs> so I don't know. Somehow, my parent. Uh, let's face it, it was mom. Um, <laughs> was able to find it and. Probably through Amazon. I don't see her going anywhere outside of Amazon no, to find it because she probably lucky. would have bought the wrong thing. Yeah. So um, I got my charging station. Or she got it from a reseller for like $80 or something. Yep. Um, I got Sackboy because it was bought before I removed it from my list. That came not very good. So I flipped it. I got Ghost. More on that later. Yep. Um, I got a second ghost today because I bought it later on on Christmas and forgot about it. And then I got a notification today saying, your ghost of Tsushima has shipped. I'm like, oh, I didn't cancel it after I traded it. <laughs> I didn't think you drank that much. So and now I got to return that. I avoided returning Sackboy through Amazon by just taking it to Walmart and pretending I got it there. And now I've got stupid Ghost through Amazon that I don't want yeah. that I can at least just take to Kohl's to return it. But whatever, it's fine. Um, I don't know what else I got. I mean, that's, you know. Nerdy. Yeah, worth mentioning. Um, I think those are the big things. I do have one more thing that I had asked for that I didn't get that I bought that's 
probably not coming until next week, but I'm excited for that. Oh, I did get this for my wife too. Nice. Mario Kart. Oh, Famicom even. I just noticed that. Yes. Thank you, Coles. Um, Yeah, the only thing I didn't get that I really wanted was the Pulse headset, but I was like, nobody's going to, these are not in stock. They're just not. So I'm just going to have to get it myself if I really want it. But yeah. Yeah. I just thought of Thanos when you said, well, you said something that made me think of Thanos going, fine, I'll do, do it, it myself. myself. Oh, yeah, because no one's going to buy it, so fine, I'll buy it myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, eventually, they'll be in stock. I, I Really, what I need is for them to go up on PS Direct, because then I can get free shipping, free next day shipping with being a PS Plus mm-hmm. member, and then I can get it. So Right. The, the Platinum headset that I got when I got a gift card from work for my five-year anniversary, I was like, it's a decent headset, not comfortable at all. So I'm hoping, based on what you've said and what I've heard anecdotally from other people, is that the the Pulse headset is much more comfortable, and that's why I want it. I love mine, but it's the first like legit, even yeah. just good headset I've owned. The one I had before, I didn't like. It was very bulky. Not that this one isn't, but it just felt well, and it plugged in cheap, and, and yeah. well, yeah, there's that too, and it just kind of sucked. So this one is far and away the best headset I've ever owned. So I don't really have much to compare it to, but yeah. I love it. I think the sound is amazing, and it's plenty comfortable. So yeah. I need plenty comfortable in my life. Uh, so that was our Christmas. We had a very good Christmas. Um, we were safe. We all got through it unscathed. Thank the Lord. No scathes. Yeah. Can you get a scathe? Yeah. I never thought about that until you just said it. I don't think no. it's a noun. I think it's a verb. You could be scathed. But that's just another word for scratched. Gashed. Scathed. I guess. To quone Like, ah, you scathed me. Jerry, I quoned you. (laughs) No, no, no. You need a medical dictionary. Uh, Yeah, no scathing happened. Oh, God. Uh, Shout out to Phil Rosenthal for clowning me on Twitter (laughs) about Raymond. I love that dude. You need to, anybody out there, if you like food and just like traveling or, you know, you like seeing other people travel. And Raymond. Watch Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. It's awesome. This dude is like, he just seems like the nicest person that has ever existed. He's just, he's what I, I know I will never be, but I would love to be like him. He's yeah. just so like, he just makes friends with everybody and just everybody like lights up as soon as he like, I don't know, he's just such a cool guy. But, but I also, watch I feel somebody like feed that's Phil. The, the character Ray Barone you know, I mean, I know it's a mix of him and Ray Romano. Yeah. But that's what I picture if Ray Barone was a real person. I mean, he he he, he, he doesn't mean. like a lot of people, but you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, Christmas in the books, twenty twenty one on the way. But first, Sean. Yes. What have you been playing in twenty twenty? These last two weeks, we have a couple we can tag team. Or we have three, I think, we can tag team. I think since we last podcasted, I have gotten three Platinums. (laughs) Um, So I finished, and I don't even know if we've podcasted since you got it. We both got Phoenix Platinum. Nope, we'll talk about that. Um, I finally just went ahead and dove back into Miles, got that Platinum. And I finally... I say finally. I did it like the day after I got Miles, but I got the Demon Souls Platinum. Let's do Miles first, yeah. since I have not done that. What did you think about the Miles Platinum? It 
wasn't that bad. It, um, the worst part, damn, was gaffy. I tasted like apple pie. Um, oh. It didn't taste it; it smelled it. Um, it doesn't help. So the worst part about it was just, and I don't necessarily mean this in a bad way. The worst part of it was just playing through the game again. Yeah. Like all of the combat related things were fine. I didn't do the thing where you find the statue. I don't know if that's a spoiler. I won't say what it is. You can find a statue. There's, you know, paying respects at your father's grave. Um, some other random things like that. None of them were too bad. It was just playing through the game again. And it's not a bad game, but. I don't know. It it was fine. Um, See, that's the thing. Like, I do still want to go back and get that platinum just because I know it's very, very I think the game, I think it's a very good game. But when you're playing it to just rush through and you already know the story and you're trying to skip as many cutscenes as possible, I think it just, it loses something. Yeah. The gameplay is fun it'll never not be fun to just whip and flap whip. your way through new york city but when you're just trying to rush through it it loses something um but it was fine um yeah i don't know i'm glad it's over with <laughs> yeah. i don't know that i don't know that i'll ever play through it again i would like to think i'll play through remaster at some point even though i already got that platinum but like i do kind of want to play through that game again but it's gonna be probably late 21 at the early uh, yeah. yeah like i need a break from the spider-man games yeah i before christmas happened i was like okay i started playing another game again which we'll get to here in a minute and i was like after that maybe i can knock out miles and i just didn't and now that i've got a new addiction i'm like I don't know when i'm gonna get that platinum at, at some point i'm just gonna have to set aside a week and that's why I'm, I'm just, just gonna like have to do it I'm just going to dive in. Yeah. I needed something different from Phoenix because at that point, I'm like, I'm sick of chopping down trees and finding these stupid amber things. I'm like, I needed something new to play. And I'm like, I might as well just do Spider-Man now because I'm also not ready to finish Demon Souls. So I just dove right in and it took not literally 24 hours, but I basically started it one afternoon and I finished it the next afternoon. Okay. So it's not that bad. You can skip... It seems like you could skip at least half of the cutscenes. Um, I don't know about you know total length of cutscenes, how much you can skip, but you could skip a good portion of them. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Um, a platinum that I know we both got is the aforementioned Immortals: Phoenix Rising, and I will say so. The last time we podcasted. Neither of us had beaten it yet because I was trying to knock out all the trophies before I got there. Um, and I did get my final trophy as the Platinum for beating the game. So that was fun. Of course, I couldn't share a screenshot or a video because I was like, this is completely spoilerific. Um, I still absolutely adored this game. Yeah, I loved it. Um, the combat was great. I loved how, and we talked about this at Pizza Night last week, that I still don't really know... I thought the story was very straightforward, um, and it seemed like it was until you get to not even the ending, but the the, the pre-ending, I guess I would say, when everything is revealed. Um, 
but I didn't really care. Like <clears throat> the story was fine. I, I love this game mostly for, it's going to sound bad, but like for being the breath of the wild that I wanted breath of the wild to be like the combat was great. It was beautiful to look at. I didn't get sick of anything until I was just doing the platinum chase. And like you said, chopping down trees to find Amber. Um, I loved this game. I thought the way it all came together at the end was really cool. I will say that with everything that happens in the last boss fight is all I'll say um, was well-earned. It made perfect sense in the story and it was really cool to see. Um, I still don't know what my game of the year is. It's really one and two that are up for grabs for me right now. The rest of my list, I updated right just right before we started uh, podcasting. And I think the rest of my list is pretty much nailed down now. How many platinums have you gotten this year? Like, where did you start? I know you went above and beyond 50, but. I'm at 58. I want to say I started at 35. Okay. I think I've gotten 23 this year. Wow. I got 13. I've only got 17. <laughs> I got 13 of my 17 this year. Um, what I will say about Phoenix, I yeah, I absolutely love the game as well. I think it's a shame that it's not getting the it's love crazy. it deserves, yeah. but whatever, that's fine. Um, other than the stuff at the very end, which was chopping down you know the trees for amber and stuff, there was really no point in this game other again other than a few shrines that drove me nuts once i well i still thought i had to do all of them i enjoyed getting this platinum none of it seemed like too much work like even going around doing all the stupid i got 26 myth challenges and whatnot like none of them seemed that bad yep like i don't know it was definitely a lot of work, but even at its worst, I mean, the worst was getting the amber. But besides that, like getting all the health upgrades, getting all the weapon upgrades, getting all the this, completing all the challenges, da 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 da. It was pretty fun throughout. Like yep. at no point was I just like, oh my God, come on. So I think that's got to say something for the game right there. And I almost, so I started a new game plus just because I didn't know what it was going to save after the end. Um, but I didn't do anything other than getting through the opening cut scene, seeing what I had left from the, the previous playthrough. And it was pretty much everything. Like I told you, I sell it all by all my stamina, all my health weapons. I was like, oh, so I could play this on like super hard and I could probably wreck shop at least early on. The game's not easy. Um, it's not super challenging either. I think it's a, you know, moderately difficult game. But just knowing that I can start from the beginning fully powered up. But the other thing with that is, well, you you can't level up anymore. And every enemy you see is going to be purple instead of red or blue. You know what I mean? But but you can use... That's one cool thing is that you can continue to... Even though you've reached the max level, you can still really continue oh, to true. level up. Right. You know. So the there is still... Yep. yeah. So I loved it. It is going to be in my top two or three i think for sure uh it's in my top two i'll say that yeah um i did go back to a game that sean happened to also get for christmas and that game was 
Ghost of Tsushima. So <clears throat> I tweeted this like a week ago or so that um, for some reason, I don't know if it was the timing of it or what it was, mm-hmm. but I don't know what got me distracted, but I played through it a little bit. I never got through Act 1, and I liked it. I thought it was fine. But I just never even got through Act 1. There's three acts. And I haven't played it a lot since then, probably another five hours or so. Um, but I said, and I was texting with Nick about this at some point. I think we talked about when we went on the Nerd901 podcast, but that like I need to just power through the story stuff. So I did that for Act 1, got to the end of Act 1. It was cool. It didn't completely hook me, but something about the gameplay just started to finally click for me. And I do think I kind of short shrifted it when I was initially, when I initially had the game, when I initially talked about it. And I really like the game right now. It's, it's not to the level of Phoenix. Again, some of y'all are going to hear that and be like, what are you talking about? Personal preference. For me, it's not the level of, Phoenix, Final Fantasy VII Remake, or another game that we're going to talk about here next. Um, But I I do think it just didn't click with me at first, but it's starting to click now. But what I'm interested to hear is your thoughts on having it for a few hours or so. Um, What you think about Ghost, because the only thing you had done with it previously was just play with it for literally five minutes at my house one night. So what do you yeah. think about Ghost now that you have it and you're going through the story and you're learning the stances and yada, yada, yada? Well, I, I'm still not very far. I have not learned any new stances yet. Um, I'm still on what seems to be not literally the first mission, but like I got to go like recruit all the people to then go. Yes, that's the that's act one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got the bow. Yep. Um, I like it a lot. What's weird to me is I'm really enjoying it. However, it's also not one of those games like like Phoenix, like Demon Souls, and going back further, Final Fantasy, that I'm constantly thinking about. Yeah. There's times where I'm just like, I've got nothing to do. I'm going to fire up Ghost. Yeah. And I play it, and I enjoy it. <clears throat> and then I'm like, okay, I've that's good. I got to go do something else. I got to go be productive in my life. I put it down, whatever. Next day, I'm like, I'm going to play Ghost again. But it's not like, man, I can't wait to yeah. like get some free time to play Ghost again. But I'm, I, I love it. But it's also not like, I don't know, it's just weird. It hasn't like hooked me yet. But I also, by no means, am I like having to force myself to play it. It's yeah. not that at all. But it also just hasn't just got its hooks into me yet where I just can't do anything but play it. But it's really, well, more or less, it's all I have to play right now. Um, I like it a lot. I'm getting the hang of the combat better. I'm a little worried. It's already kind of... Excuse me. Um, like some of the enemies, the guys that look like they've got like the full like armor on, whatever, and they got like dual katanas. And I'm like, okay, he's gonna attack me. I'll parry him, and then <laughs> so he attacks me. I parry. <laughs> I'm like, all right, come on, do it again. And then all of a sudden he does this like red, red X attack. thing. I'm You're like, like well, I wasn't ready. Dodge. I wasn't ready for yeah. that. And then he hits me, and then all of a sudden I'm dead. 
So I'm like, oh, so I've got, so there's going to be enemies that can do both. Because usually I see the spear guys, I'm like, okay, they're going to have the red X attack. I dodge, cut, 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 dodge, cut, 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 whatever. Yep. Oh, sword guy, parry, cut, 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 parry, cut, cut, cut. Maybe do heart attack, heart attack to break them. Yep. Cut, 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 whatever. But now there's guys that do both. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't, I don't have, I can't think that quickly unless I just guess. And I usually seem to guess wrong. I can't react quick enough. Like, because they don't really, uh, their telegraph yeah. their sword strikes. The red X you can kind of see coming, so I'm always ready for parry. And if the parryable attack doesn't come, and it's the red X attack <clears throat> instead, it's like my brain can't process it quickly enough to then dodge and get out of the way, and I get hit. And I'm like, I haven't even gotten into the different stances and stuff yet. I'm like, this is only going to continue to get more and more Involved. complicated. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't find it that hard. It's it's nice, even though it's a PS4 game. When I die, I'm like right back in within like two or three seconds. Well, and like, that that's what made me want to go back to play. It was just I've heard so much about the 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 quote unquote the the boost mode update or whatever on PS5, and it does. It, it runs at a smooth 60 frames per second. It looks just as pretty as it did on PS4. I don't think it looks any prettier other than the frame rate, but that's what made me say, okay, I'm, I am I need to give this another try. Yeah. Um, the one thing I still don't like is the fact that, and it's, it's just the game design, but especially after playing Phoenix, where I actually really like the lock-on with the camera, the fact that you cannot lock on in this game, yeah. especially when you're getting overwhelmed by four or five dudes at one time, and the camera will sometimes just get behind a bush to where you can't see anything. It's the exact same complaints I had about it five months ago or whenever it was when I first played it, four or five months ago, whatever it was. It drives me nuts. Yeah. And luckily I'm at the point now where I have like five resolve circles or whatever. So I, I build them up by doing stealth kills and stuff. So if I if it says your health slow, I just go bink, and I, I get most of my health back, and I keep going. But like... I know it was a design choice. I don't think it was in 2020 to have a game that's melee combat focused. Where you can't where you lock cannot on. lock on yeah. seems like a bad decision on my part. And I think if, if there was a lock on in this game, I would like it more than I do. I really do like it, but the lock on thing is just weird to me that it's not there. Yeah, that took a little bit of getting used to. At first, I was like, how do I lock on? And then I remembered you saying that you can't lock on. I'm like, oh, crap. That's all right. Um, As pretty as the game is, I don't find myself... It seems like I should just be taking my time and just maybe not even using the horse and just running on foot and just like looking at the environment. But I'm not. Yeah. I usually just, I set my waypoint, I flick to get the wind going, and I'm off, and I'm like, I just want to get to where I'm going as quickly as possible. There's nothing, <clears throat> like, the game is beautiful, but there's nothing that makes me just stop and be like, wow, like, look at this, this is so cool. I'm like, no, let's, come on, let's just get to the next waypoint so I can do something else. Um, I like it a lot, it's really good. Um, I don't think, even if I had played it when it first came out, so that I had enough time with it, I don't see it being my game of the year. Yeah. But it's already, I would guess, top five. Um, I don't know where it'll end up falling, depending on when we actually do our top ten for the year. Um, but it's easily in the top five. And yeah. I, I only see it 
going up. I don't think I'm going to like it any less the further I get. So I think my thing, I just don't have the connection with, I've never watched a samurai movie. Um, I just never. It is cool. Like it's one of those things you just kind of know, just uh, rhetorically. I don't even know if that's rhetorically. Yeah, maybe that's better. But it is cool. I already have a better appreciation for like just how you know the 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 code, the samurai code, and all that, and how like you know how much these these swords mean to them, and how it's like a part of them, and you know you must treat it with respect, and all this stuff, and. I'm digging a lot of that. I never, it's one of those things. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, you, you kind of know, but you don't really know. Yeah. I, I definitely have a better uh, respect for that kind of stuff. And I'm probably only two or three hours into the game maybe. Okay. Um, but I think I'm eight I like hours it. in at this point, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. What I did not think would be fun, but is now, right up there in my game of the year ranking. It's a little game I got for Christmas called Demon Souls. And woo boy, have I been on a ride with this game in the last few days since I got it. First got it, and I'm starting out, I've got this little rapier. And I'm like, I just want to, when I want to attack somebody, I want to swing a blade. And he's just like, ping, ping, ping. I'm like, but what the hell is this? What am I, am I fencing somebody like the Geico commercials? Sean told me, rely on your magic, rely on your magic. It, it, definitely, at least at first, and I have been. Once I got the hang of that, I started feeling better. Uh, I saw a cool hole as I was going through the first part of the level, and I was like, ooh, there's stars down there. I wonder if this is like a portal. You died. I'm like, what, what, what the frick was that? Why would you have all these it stars here so that I could die? so out of place. Like, that's the only time. There's plenty of places you can fall to your death. Yeah. But usually it's like off a cliff or something. This is just like, ooh, there's a hole in the floor. This is like to put Phoenix where you go like, into like the red thing. Right. Yeah. I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, what's Why would down they there? put that there? Yeah. What is the point? It's the only one in the entire game, and it seems just very out of place. <sighs> so I did all that. Um, at first, I was extremely frustrated for what I just said there. It felt like I, like I told Sean, even before I got the game, I was like, how do I play this? Check out this article. How should I play? Do I do this? Should I do this build? What, what should I start as? Yada, yada. And I knew I, I was already psyching myself out like I did before I ever played Bloodborne, but I played Bloodborne two, three years after it finally came out. So it's like it was different then. But this, I was like, I want to be good at this because it's new, because it's like the most next-gen game that we've got on PS5. I want to be good at it. And... I hate that there's no checkpoints. I know that there's the, uh, in, in one, two, there was no shortcuts unless I missed something because it's all the bridge thing. There are no shortcuts, okay. but it's such a short area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once you know how to dodge the dragon and stuff. One, one is pretty much the only level in the whole game that you're basically at the boss when you start. Okay. You just need to open it. Okay. Um, some of them, one, two is probably one of the better ones in terms of, being able to it's get back to the shot, boss quickly. Yeah. Um, 2-1, the boss can be a little frustrating, and it's not very straightforward to get back to. There is a shortcut, but it only helps so much. Um, but, yeah, you don't allow yourself to get spoiled by 1-1, one, one, yeah. where you can just go back to Archstone and there's like, the right, boss. There we like, go. That doesn't Let's do happen. this again. Yeah. I wish there was checkpoints, but I know it's it's not what this game is, and I'm not saying it needs an easy mode or anything like that. Um, but as I kept playing it and not getting too frustrated, 
even when I went to the Nexus and killed myself on accident and thought I lost all my souls. And then I finally figured it out as Sean, I was sharing my screen with Sean. Um, I think I'm around five to five and a half hours in now. I friggin' love this game and I did not think I would. Now I've only beaten the first crappy boss, which is just a bunch of blobs around it with shields and spears. Once you kill them, the the boss is just, (laughs) he can't do it. He he literally doesn't even have an attack. I don't think, right? No, I think once you kill all the, the little guys, I could go up there and just kick him to death. If there was a kick, um, maybe there's a kick. I don't know. There is, and there's a trophy for it. Um, weapons you can find called, hands of god i think okay and it's literally like an iron glove and you just you like punch enemies and there's this one boss that's like really big and there's a trophy for beating him with the gloves um i have been tempted to actually use them more just because it seems so ridiculous to go around like punching all these things but i haven't but yeah but like i i get i get the flow of the game now i get it's all about Get as far as you can. Learn as much as you can. Go through the level. You learn where the enemies are. You learn what types of enemies they are. You learn how those enemies attack. So you know that when you go back and do it again, so you can get back to wherever you died, so you can get your souls back. Like, I get the loop. And at first, the loop was pissing me off. But again, now, I've only beaten two levels. And I know it's only going to get harder from here. That's what she said. But it's it's clicked with me and I really didn't think it would. I thought by this point I would have just been like, this sucks. And I will say, so I got to the end of level two and I beat tower Knight, and I tweeted it and I was so proud of myself because I did not expect that I should have. I'm going into this giant castle. I don't know why I didn't think tower Knight was going to be there, but when I went through that fog and a cut scene played and I see like his big leg come down or something. And then the sh- I was like, Oh, you're kidding me. Are you serious right now? And I try to run by him. I don't think you can run by him the first time you see him. Because as soon as he came up, I, I was like, oh, there's archers up there. I know I got to run. And I ran. He knocked me down. And then I was, and then he hit me one more time before I could heal. And I was dead. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I went, when I got back to him, because again, running across that bridge, once you know where the dragon, and it's pretty obvious once you know the bridge, you can see, you the, see where the, the fire starts. So yeah. You can get right up to there, let him go, and then just run. Don't worry about the items. I found that out <laughs> the hard way. Um but I got back there, died again, and then on my third try, I was like, okay. Sean said you got to melee him because I was I was hanging around up there trying to go like, Harry Potter, boop, boop. And I would try to do, I was like, I don't know how to time this. He would go like, he's going to do his magic attack. And I would try to hit him. I tried to hit him after. I hit him one time for like 80 damage. And I was like, this isn't working fine. I'm going to go up against this guy. Ping, 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 ping. I thought I was doing good. I got him almost down to halfway, and then he got me. And I was like, dang it. Now, when you said that, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to spoil you, it, yeah. but you had knocked him down. I'm guessing if you got him half. No, I got I got him almost halfway. I hadn't knocked him down. So yet. you hadn't even knocked him down yet. Oh, I was okay. probably like one hit to his stupid Achilles heel away from knocking yeah. him down. Okay. Next time I ran up there, I was like, okay, I know. Sean said focus on the ankles. A lot of people from just videos I've seen online, and it happened to me the first time I meleeed fought him, he killed me by falling on me. Oh, did that happen to you? Cause you can no. take, if he, when he falls, if you're there, it, he it's probably not like a one just, hit kill, but if you're not full health, it would probably kill you. Well, I mean, I beat him with like, I can't remember what my video showed, probably about a third health. So he would, so he would me. have killed you. I think he probably, I was like, yo, yo, yo. And then he moved and I was like, <laughs> and I just rolled away and then he fell over 
And I didn't, when he fell down, I was like, what do I do? So I ran over and I started hacking him and he started getting up and he still had like a, like maybe like a, a tenth of his life or something. And as he was standing up, I got him on his head one more time and I could have sworn there was a swift sliver left. I was like, I started like hyperventilating, like, do I heal? Do I hit him? What do I do? So I went up and I think he was probably already dead. Yeah. Cause when I went back and watched my video, as I ran up to his ankle and started hacking again, I think he was just getting up to fall over and die. Um, it was such a rush. Like it, it reminded me of that first fight in Bloodborne when I beat the the Clark Beast. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, I thought Tower Knight was like one of the bosses. So when I fight this guy's my first real boss, I'm like, oh shoot, I'm never gonna beat this game. And I don't know that I am. I think you will. But I'm digging the loop. Like I said, I am loving this game so far. And so one thing you may want to do, cause I did it, um, in four one where you got the yeah. Crescent Falchion, those skeletons, Falchion punch, <laughs> once you get the hang of them, they're not that bad they're not. to kill. You just gotta, and they give you pretty good experience. Oh, or, so you know, that's a good souls. place to, to grind. Yes. Just kill, those, few, kill those five right up to the, yeah, the castle, the whatever you want to call yeah. it. Before you get to the red go eye back, guy. repeat, repeat, yeah. and you can do it. There's another good one in 4-2 where you can level up a okay. lot again right at the beginning. Okay. Now, I wouldn't worry about that until you feel like you have to. Yeah. Until you get to a point where, like, I'm not strong enough to continue. Go there, farm them, okay. level up four or five times. Go yeah, back after and try they killed again. me, like, Four, five, six times, I was like, okay, relax. I know, like, because I was, all, again, I was psyching myself out because I, I was like, I know this is level four. I should not be here. I really want that sword. So I went in there and I was like, oh, this guy rolls so fast. Like, okay, all right, let's try this again. Then you realize they roll at you. They either do like a long attack, which you can get out of the way. They swing, they miss. You go up and dead. And then you, or if you, if you can magic them, whatever, but they roll so fast, sometimes your magic misses. Like I, I started even then in a quote unquote advanced level, which I don't feel like any of the actual enemies and I could be complete. I'm actually, I'm probably completely wrong. I don't feel like any of the quote unquote regular enemies are going to be that tough once you learn how to fight them. It's just being at the right level to be able to hang with them, to learn what they do so you can fight back and kill them. And then when you get to the boss, it's all bets are off. But None of the regular enemies are that bad. Okay. The only problem, and it will happen a lot probably in 5-1, they just pop out of nowhere. Like sometimes one will like drop off a uh, ledge that's above you. That was even happening you'll in you'll go around one. the corner and not see him. And like, it's when they catch you by surprise yeah. that you'll get in trouble. Well, but when you when can they catch, see them and just fight them, yeah, none of them are that bad. It's when they catch me by, by surprise, even in world one, one where they're like, I'd be like, well, I'm like, okay, slow. That guy's over there. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I looked left. No one's here. So I go walk right. That guy's there. And then all of a sudden, like, jumps down. Like, <laughs> and I just freak out and I just start hacking away. And there's like three on me and I'm just dead. Yeah. It's it's training your mind to know, you know, to know how to react and to know how to get through all these levels, even if you haven't been through them before. Yeah. Um, but I, I freaking love it. It, it. Has your love only grown since you platinumed it? It's... It's almost more fun now because I don't feel so overwhelmed and I can keep up with a lot of it without, you know, thinking about it too much. Um, I've been smoking people anytime I get like invaded 
I haven't what, lost. Does that not happen until I'm at a certain level or something? Nobody's done it yet. Maybe I'm just lucky. You can only be invaded when you're in hu- when you have your body full. Well, no, I am now, so we'll <laughs> see what happens. So it could happen. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've been killing everybody that invades me. Um, I don't know. I I like this game a lot. It's I, it's probably not much, but it's already the game that I've put the most time into after platinuming it out of any game of oh ever really and I've, okay. it's probably only been an hour and a half or two but still yeah but it's more than i've ever played a game post platinum trophy out of all 17 of them so, right yeah uh the only other thing i got so i did get call of duty um and i do have to one thing i have to say about call of duty black ops cold war call of duty colon black ops colon cold war colon ps5 colon ps4 colon the michael scott story Colon, I had it down. I bought this digitally. This is why I don't I don't do digital games because I bought this digitally. And the only way you could buy it on PS5 is to buy the PS4 and PS5 bundle. I know I've told you about this already, but I'm going to tell them. So you have to buy the bundle. When you buy the bundle and you say download, it just downloads, which I didn't realize, the PS5 version and the PS4 version. And it got to the point where, first off, my PSN crashed as Sean was trying to coach me through Demon Souls. We lost our connection. Call of Duty couldn't download anymore. Blah, 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 blah. I wake up the next morning. PSN's working again. And it's like, you've run out of space. I'm like, this game isn't this big. And I go, and it's taking up like 230 gigs. I'm like, something's not right here. I finally go through, and I realize that it has downloaded the PS5 and the PS4 version. Not only that, one thing I do like about Call of Duty is you can just download the campaign, although the campaign is split into three different add-ons. The actual Call of Duty game... There you go. <laughs> the actual Call of Duty game, if you were to buy this on disc, from what I gather, is that it's actually the multiplayer on the disc, and then you have to download the single player. I don't like that. Because the single player is add-ons for the multiplayer. Um, I finally figured it all out. I got rid of all the PS4 stuff. I've got just the PS5. Um, I've only played it for, like I think, an hour and a half or so. I'm liking it so far. It's really just... It's really just Call of Duty, you know. Right. Um, it does connect to the original Black Ops with Mason and Woods, so I like seeing that. Um, the second mission you play through is the one they did, I think it was on State of Play, uh, the airplane takeoff thing, which was cool to play through and everything. Um, it does kind of have a character creator thing in it where you choose your name. So obviously I'm Kevin White. Where you get a nickname of Bell. So I'm Kevin Bell White, which whatever. Um, you choose, but you pick two things you're good at. Like, are you a professional? Are you a crazy person? Are you a survivalist? Blah, blah, blah. You, the, out of the two things that you pick, it'll give like 25% boost to health or you're better at long range attacks or whatever. So that's kind of cool that you can actually tailor your character, uh, in the single player, how you want to play it. I have not played multiplayer yet. Um, I try to play zombies. Or no, I try to play uh, prop hunt because they do prop hunt every once in a while. It's usually around this time of year. I don't know why it's not just a thing on consoles, but whatever. I tried to play prop hunt and it was like, crash. Like, well, all right, I tried. That's all (laughs) I'm going to do right now. Um, You got dialogue choices. You can, like, you capture this one guy in this mission and you can either choose if you want to throw him off a building or you can spare him and try to get him to talk, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So that's cool. It's different for Call of Duty. still Call of Duty. Um, 
there are side quests in it, so that's cool. They're really short missions. Like I did one that was probably 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes or something. Just capture this one guy, get more information, whatever. Um, the one thing that was really weird, and I think I'm going to end up turning it off, is I've heard all this stuff about the adaptive triggers with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Colon, colon, colon. Uh, I don't really like them in this. This is the first game where I felt like you're 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 taking this too far. There's something about them, like, they do feel different for each gun, but there's some guns where I haven't had my gun jam yet. I think that's a thing, or maybe I'm just thinking of death loop. Um, but the triggers just feel so weird because they're so different for every gun. And as you're going along the battlefield, you're getting low on ammo and everything. I come across an AK-47. I drop my, you know, machine gun because it takes too long to reload. I pick it up, and all of a sudden it's, like, completely different. And sometimes it's like I'm shooting, but I don't know how far down I'm supposed to push the right trigger and stuff. It's weird. I think I'm going to end up turning it off, um, which also makes me think these adaptive triggers probably outside of first party are not long for this world. Outside of Astro and Horizon when you're pulling the bow and yada, 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 and God of War when you're, you know, slitting Thor in half or whatever you end up doing. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think they're going to end up just being a cool gimmick that were the best they could ever be in the first game released on the system, Astro. I like them a lot, even though I've only really gotten to experience them in Astro, I think. Was there anything in Spider-Man? They do a little bit when you're swinging, but it's, okay. it's only if you don't push them down all the way. If you just push them down a little bit and then you let go, you can kind of like feel the web like let go or something. Yeah, I like them a lot. I just, I just worry that they've only got so many clicks in them before they just break. So it's like, I could see turning them off sometimes depending on the game, just because I will never be able to get it out of my head that like I'm wasting like, ah, this can't be good for this controller. Do I really want to waste it on this game? And so I don't know, but that that's my only issue with them. Not only that, when I was platinuming, uh, hello, my name is Mayo too. Um, I think I said this then, but like when I kept having to push, click the X button, like, 15,000 times I was like I don't think this is, is this for worth my dual it? sense do I really need this platinum for one dollar um, <laughs> but it seems like it's more Call of Duty and I looked at my my list of my top 10 games today and I was like it's not going to make it unless this ends up being a campaign as good as the first Black Ops was this isn't going to make my top 10 yeah but it's wow. more Call of Duty whatever maybe I'll be good at the multiplayer probably but it's more Call of Duty. Yeah. Have you played anything else, Sean? Um, I did start just before Christmas when I had platinumed all my other games and I didn't know what to play. I did start Uncharted. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uncharted 4. I like it a lot. Um, where am I now? I want to say I just got to chapter, whatever they call them, nine. Oh, Okay. So I did the the auction thing, and yeah. I escaped and whatever, and now I'm uh, Scotland. I'm in Scotland. Um, I like it a lot. I thought uh, I'm not gonna worry about spoilers because it's you five can't years spoil old, anything whatever. for me. Um, I thought the Crash Bandicoot thing was a nice touch. I'm like, I are they really so, gonna do this? I am so happy. That was the one that was it was that and the ending that I was like, God, I hope by the time he plays this, he doesn't know about this. And there was when I was talking about it way back in the early life cycle of this podcast, I almost said it. 
and I, I I kind of alluded to it, but I didn't say it. But the fact that you didn't have that spoiled makes me so freaking happy because yeah. I remember when I play, and I don't give a rat's patoot about Crash Bandicoot. I'm but guessing something I don't know about. If I'm, did you platinum it? No, God, no. Is it because you got to do it on okay. like crushing difficulty? I'm guessing there's a platinum and... to beat her high score on Crash. <clears throat> there, there's because I didn't, it, and I'm yeah. like, and it didn't even give me the option to try again. I'm like, well, crap. Yeah, but whatever. Um, but yeah, just I thought just seeing the PlayStation One, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then seeing the like startup screen, I'm like, okay, this sound, is pretty yeah. cool. And then once it went up and like stopped on the screen, and I saw a crash, I'm like, Wait a I'm actually gonna be playing this, aren't yeah. I? And then sure enough, so that was pretty cool. In the attic, yeah, well, with the little dart gun or little whatever it was, you're gonna make um, me play this again. I like it a lot. Um, all of the you know the voice acting whatever's fantastic. have you had the cutscene that i was kind of alluding to about elena and sully and nate because i cannot remember when that happens i have not i've seen elena and i've seen sully but not together okay then you're almost there okay um i don't know it's it's a lot of fun um i already like it Maybe I'm just misremembering it. I feel like I like it better than one and two just because it's my favorite Uncharted. And to me, it's not. I, I loved Uncharted 2. I think this is far and away the best. I have not yet gotten to, you know, one of these winch parts that you said is like overdone. Yeah. So we're we'll the rope about swinging that. and the sliding. There's a lot of that, but I don't mind it yet. Um, have you done sliding like Jedi Fallen Order yet? Okay. Yeah, but it's not. I've never had to like slide just and dodge. Wait, it's just, just jump and then slide yeah. and then jump and whip and whatever. I, I think it's all been fine so far. Um, I also tried just because I said I was going to um, Last Guardian. It's rough. Like bad. I wanted to like this game and then as soon as I started playing it... Like I was trying to tell Kevin, it's one of those games. The controls are terrible. I'm sure yeah. the game itself is okay, but like I don't even understand what this game is. I had it in my mind that it was going to be like Zelda. As far as I know, I don't have a weapon. I've not seen an enemy yet. I know I can have uh, Trico like shoot lightning at things. But I'm like, is this what the whole game is? I don't know where the actual action I think there is any comes into play. I think it's more puzzle based. Yeah. Um, the controls are terrible. I think the button assignments are weird, but that's fine that's you know a personal preference team eco um but the control it's one of those games where i want to like run around and i feel like it reminds me of mario 64 when you're like running you're like like you're running around on ice like you take these long it's just i don't know i feel like i'm slipping all over the place the controls are terrible i've already deleted it i'm done with it yeah it's so disappointing i wanted that game to be good but man it's bad. Yeah, after I went a while without playing it, and I was just like, fine, does the, the big cat dog Trico die or not? And I found out what cat happened. Dog. <laughs> what, that's what he looks He's like a cat dog fox. He's a bird dog. Thing. Well, bird dog. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> um, I was like, okay, I know that. Then I don't need to play this. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. But whatever. But I am enjoying Uncharted. I will say that. I'm glad you're finally playing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes me happy. All right, Sean, you want to get the news of the week? Let's do it. The news of the last two weeks? Uh, sorry, two weeks. So one of the reasons we didn't want to do a podcast last week, other than it just being Christmas week, is I was like, there's really nothing to talk about other than us just ragging on Cyberpunk. 
Um, and there's no point dedicating a whole episode to it, but let's just run through everything that's happened to this game of the century from CD Projekt Red. Uh, first off, Sony was so pissed off at the game, essentially, that they actually have taken it down from the PlayStation Store. You cannot buy the game digitally. Still now, we're recording this on December 28th. You cannot buy it digitally because it's so broken and so crappy on PS4. Um, it has not been taken down on the Xbox One. However, however, there is a warning when you click on the game, like in the Xbox this Store. This game sucks. It's Play like, at your this own game's risk. really broken and we can't guarantee anything, so buy at your own risk kind of thing. Uh, Sony and Microsoft have both started offering full refunds to anybody that purchased the game digitally. Uh, Sony never give, gives refunds. And when Cyberpunk put out their first apology, BS crap. Sorry we hid the game from you and we only let reviewers play PC and we kind of lied to every... CD Projekt can get effed. I'm so glad I don't like The Witcher. This confirms everything to me that Metal Gear Solid Five was the game of the year that year and it's not even close. Makes no sense, I know, given the situation. I don't care. It confirms it for me. They, they blatantly lied. They, they straight up... I have never... Let me get through all of this. So they're both... Sony and Microsoft are offering full refunds to customers that have bought the game digitally. Um, the, the horrible launch of this game has now apparently cost the founders of CD Projekt Red over $1 billion. Um, there has now been four class action lawsuits brought against CD Projekt Red from their investors because of the misleading information and everything else. Got to the point where even GameStop and Best Buy were offering refunds. However, in the first 10 days that it was available for sale, even factoring in refunds, so we said last time that there were 8 million games pre-ordered, their sales went, sales, sales. Their sales went up to 13 million sold in the first 10 days, even with all of this. And I think f- between 45 and 50% were still on console. Um I've never seen anything like this in my life. I'm I'm so glad that I did never care about this game at all. Like, I, for people that were hyped for this and they don't have an, a high-end PC, I can't even imagine what they're going through. But, like, okay, no fracture for Ja. Yeah, it's spraying. Okay. Um, I, I've just never seen anything like this where a, a video game developer slash publisher deliberately 100% lies and misleads the public and hides how bad certain versions of a game are so that people will buy it. I've never seen anything like this in my life ever. Do you remember like even no man's sky came out and that was just like, Oh, it's not what they promised us. There's not 80 quadrillion planets. Well, okay. But it's still, they said you're going to be flying around space and like shooting rocks and stuff and whatever. And that's what you do. Um, I've never seen anything like this. It's pretty messed up. My life. Um, can you think of anything like this? I mean, I mean, no man's sky is the only thing that comes to mind, but I agree. It wasn't this bad. And it's not even like the trailers made me think Batman versus Superman was going to be awesome. And it wasn't. Those are trailers misleading i guess but it's not like that was two and a half hours of my life not and you know 15 bucks not 60 dollars for a game that's 175 hours like some of the even on the highest end pcs some of the clips i've seen of people playing this game like angry joe 
high-end rig, all this other stuff. It's just like he's driving a car, and all of a sudden he just shoots across the map, or he gets out of a car, and it crashes into a wall. Oh. Lands upside WWE down. WWE 2K20 or whatever it is. 19. It's 19. on that, oh, well... Whenever that was, was, yeah, was, yeah, where the ropes are just like (laughs) sinking into the ring and stuff. It's, but that's not a, that was a game that was worked on for like a year. This game that's been in development for 10 friggin' years. Like it's a joke. They should be ashamed. They, all the goodwill that they built up with Witcher three gone. No one should ever trust these guys again. And I hope for the consumer's sake that they get this right. I know you were interested in getting on PS4, but I cannot, like I saw Chris Raygun was tweeting. He's like, cause he's got a high end. Actually, no, he's playing it on series X and it runs much better on series X than it does on PS five or PS four or regular X bone. Um, he said, he's never have a game that he absolutely loves and would not tell anyone to buy it ever. Like he loves it. Also don't buy this game. It's the weirdest uh, dichotomy. I don't even know what it is, but it's the weirdest situation I've ever seen in the history of me following video games. It's pretty unheard of. And what makes it worse is I'd like to believe whoever makes the WWE games um I'm not going to say that they had no idea I wouldn't even say that the game was broken. There's just some funny... Like, it seems like the game was playable, but still messed Weird up. Weird stuff would happen, yeah. I kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they didn't quite realize just how bad it was. Yeah. I don't know. That may be not true. But they this let game, people review it. <laughs> right. That's what's so bad about this is the fact that they just... Oh, um, here, this is the only version we're going to allow you yeah. to play. Like, it's so bad. It's... I don't know. It's messed up. I think that's going to be tough to recover from. Well, and with the way things are now with the internet, social media and everything, I almost think if they would have just come clean and like embrace the meme culture of it, of how it just doesn't run and how these, these textures, like they, they look, some of these people walk around night city, Nightwire city look worse than these amiibo here. Like if they would have embraced that and like how halo kind what, of what's, embraced yeah, what's Craig, the guy from ha- Craig, they kind of embraced <laughs> Craig. And now it's like, it, it softens the blow and everything. But when you deliberately freaking lie yeah. to consumers, you suck. I won't ever give them a penny period. If you want to play it fine. If you have a PS4 or PS4 pro or even a PS5, it sounds like, don't get it for at least a month or two until they patch this thing. And like, what was the point of all of these delays? Like they delayed it after it went gold. Like, I don't know if you've delayed it that much. Why do you eventually just be like, nah, screw it. It's good enough. Just Cause they're trying to just out. get out like, before the end of the year for investors and game of the year awards and stuff like that. <sighs> and it put, it sheds a whole new light on all uh, Schreier's articles about crunch and everything. I was like, man. And, and that's the thing. Like, the, the people that actually worked on this game, it's not their fault. No, like you, it sucks you, for this, this was a next-gen game that they, a, a gigantic next-gen game that they tried to squeeze into current-gen. People are like, oh, how come Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima works and stuff? It's like, well, Ghost is an open-world game, very barren, some encampments here and there and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Last of Us is a very linear experience. Cyberpunk is an, a vast open world 
with a heavily populated city. It's like GTA 5 on steroids, running at like next gen levels of graphics and details and everything. But GTA it, 5 ran on PS3. It did, but it didn't, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't this. Like yeah. it's, it's bound to break, but man, I just never, like even the Fallout, like I, I, I clown on Bethesda all the time for how crappy Fallout games are and everything. This takes it, at least they let people review Fallout on PS4 and X-Bone and PC. Like on everything that's available on, you can review it. This, no, 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 just PC. And also you can't show any gameplay except for what we, sh- what we give you to, sh- it's like the whole thing is just an absolute debacle, but. Yep, agree. All right. Next up, the creator of Silent Hill is apparently forming a new studio. Well, not apparently. He is forming a new studio, and this comes from IGN. Silent Hill and Gravity Rush creator Kiichiro Toyama has shared some details of the upcoming debut game from his new studio, which will be a horror-themed action-adventure aiming for release in 2023. Toyoma's Bokeh Bokeh Game Studio was founded on August 13th and announced publicly in December. Speaking with IGN Japan, the Japan, the acclaimed developer explained that he is working on quote an action adventure game that will appeal to fans of my previous work end quote. He explained that the game will include quote battles and story elements. What the hell does that even mean? In the kind of richly authored worlds you might recognize from his games at Sony's Japan Studio and Konami. When pressed on whether this new title will lean more towards the horror themes of Silent Hill and Siren or the cuter anime-themed paranormal setting of Gravity Rush, he explained, quote, If anything, this will be more of a horror-oriented game. But we will focus on making this a broader entertainment experience rather than a hardcore horror game. So he's been with Sony for the last 20 years or so, but he started Konami. He worked on Silent Hill. Whatever Bokeh is working on, it seems like this could be a big deal now i'm not i'm not i'm not doing any conspiracy whatever silent hills kojima whatever um not coming out for three years give or take uh he said he's that he did also say that they're targeting pc but they wanted to bring they want to bring it to as many consoles as possible some quotes in there somewhere um i've still never played a silent hill game other than i guess pt i haven't either they never like, I've loved Resident Evil since the right. beginning. So it seems like Silent Hill would be a perfect, you know, jump. But everything I read about Silent Hill was, yeah, it's scary. It's horror, survival horror, whatever. But it's, like, legit survival horror. Like, you don't just, like, walk into a room and find a box of shells. Like, you have, like, a handful of bullets, like, for the whole game, pretty much. Like, you only shoot when you absolutely need to. For the most part, it's just running away and whatever. And it never really appealed to me. I think now that formula could probably be done a lot better because yeah. as much as Resident Evil scared, like, 12-year-old me, <laughs> um, I think a true horror game on PS5 and series x and pc whatever today you could make a legitimately terrifying but fun game that you don't really need to have a lot of action in like i'm i'm i mean i know it's not coming out anytime soon but i I dig it i'm looking forward to it 
Yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I'm still more interested in Resident Evil Village this oh, coming yeah. year, and then the RE4 remake, and whatever else that came out in the Capcom leak. Um, just because those games appeal to me more, because it's the, like you said, it's like, to me, RE2 remake is the epitome of survival horror. Um, like when that dude comes in, when you're when you're in the lobby, spoiler alert, and that mother effort comes in, I'm like, there, there's a save here. Why are you in here? This is not like one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen in a video game. God, that game is so... I, I need to go back and play that again. So I'm definitely... But it wasn't your game of the year? <laughs> maybe three years from now. Like, I'll, I'll reverse that like I did Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn. You don't think Zelda was Builder? It's not Builder. No, I'm not going to go that far. Phoenix is Builder. Um... All right, next up, apparently we may not be getting a Switch Pro after all. This also comes from IGN. Nintendo is focusing on existing Switch models rather than the heavily rumored Switch Pro. According to Nintendo of America president, President. the best name ever, Doug Bowser. In a new interview with Polygon, Bowser touched on the rumors of a Switch Pro and whether or not the company is looking at a refreshed Switch with more powerful hardware down the line. He said the success of the current models, the Switch and Switch Lite, allow the company to view life cycles differently, and that Nintendo's focus is on the momentum of those models at the moment. Quote, it allows us to manage the life cycle differently, I would say. I think that's the easiest way to put it. Right now, with the momentum that we have, our focus will be on the existing form factors. Right now, with the momentum that we have, our focus will be on the existing form factors. Also, Bowser, not Balso, Bowser also <laughs> spoke to the rumors that Nintendo may be holding back certain yet-to-come titles for a rumored Switch Pro, <clears throat> Breath of the Wild 2. And according to the Nintendo of America president, the company isn't currently leaning into what it sees as a, quote, very strong lineup for this holiday. He also said Nintendo will continue to release content on a regular cadence year-round and that there's a lot more to come that will be released when it's ready. When pressed further by Polygon about a future hardware refresh, Bowser said Nintendo is changing the trajectory of the console lifecycle with a Switch. Quote, however, we also see right now the momentum on Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite in the fourth year is strong. And we believe we're changing the trajectory of another typical console lifecycle. And we will continue for the foreseeable future to really lean into both of those platforms and the content that comes with it because it's a symbiotic relationship that makes the real difference. And it's why Nintendo Switch is so differentiated. So my question, Sean, do you believe him? I don't know if I believe him, but I kind of think it's the right move. If a Switch Pro came out, I don't know that I'm buying it. I'm not buying it. Um, I think that I already would just bought a be, second Switch just to get the better battery life when I traded my old one and spent seventy five bucks on the upgrade. I think that would be a or it has the makings of a Wii U all over again, which I can't imagine they would make that mistake again. Um, it'd be one thing if it was, and I think it probably would be, if it was more of a PS4, PS4 Pro kind of thing yeah. than a Wii, Wii U kind of thing. But as soon as you say Switch and Switch Pro or whatever it would be called, people are going to think back to Wii and Wii U. Right. I think it's a terrible idea. Uh, Nintendo doesn't need to try to compete with Microsoft and Sony in the you know, graphics, you know, graphic fidelity marketplace. Their bread and butter is 
Mario, Zelda, and stupid crap like Animal Animal Crossing and that kind of stuff. Mario doesn't need to look any better no. ever than it did on Odyssey. Nope. Zelda. I just don't like. Of all the things I didn't like Bre- about Breath of the Wild, as much as I do love that game, the graphics were so far down on the list. Yeah. I mean, it was beautiful in its own way, but I kind of wish they would go back towards like twilight princess kind of not realistic but yeah for zelda realistic graphics that's their bread and butter that's where they need to stay i think coming out with a switch pro would be stupid no the most important thing like they have always maximized mario kart 8 on the wii u was absolutely beautiful does not look in my opinion any better on the switch much more powerful system i think it looks just as good on the Wii U. It's beautiful. Guess what? It doesn't matter what it looks like. It's freaking Mario Kart, and it's the best Mario Kart ever made, and it's so much fun on the Wii U or the Switch. They don't need to be chasing the Series X and the PS5 ever. The other thing that I think is interesting about this, though, is changing the current trajectory of uh, life cycles, whatever he said. I do think we're really getting close, and this that this could be the last... Gen- I mean, who knows what generation the Switch is, but... Uh, <laughs> how much more powerful are these things going to get? Like without having to make them a thousand dollars or $1,200 or something that are in line with the highest spec PCs. Like they don't systems don't consoles don't need to be that Nintendo definitely doesn't need to be that. That's not their bread and butter. Um, all they got to do is keep making great first party titles. Yep. And I don't care if they run at 720 P if breath of the wild two is better than one and it doesn't have breakable weapons and it has real dungeons and stuff. I'm not going to care that it's at 720 frames, 30, you know, 720 P 30 frames per second. I'm not going to freaking care because it's Zelda and it's Nintendo and whatever, whenever Odyssey two comes out or whatever the hell the ne- Nexus one's going to be. I don't, like you said, Odyssey for what it was, it was absolutely beautiful. You can't make 3d Mario look any better than that. And it does not need to. Graphics are not the biggest deal. And I think maybe Nintendo... I I still don't know that I believe him. But if he's telling the truth, I'm also completely fine with it. Um, Yeah, I'm 100% fine with it. You do you, Nintendo. And last on the news, there was a Nindy's presentation these last couple of weeks. There was a lot in there, but the few things that I care about... Well, one of them I don't care about, but it's a big deal, so I'll say that first. Uh, Among Us is out now on Nintendo Switch. It's also on Xbox Game Pass on PC, and it will be coming to regular console Xbox Game Pass relatively soon. I just, I'm, it's like how I hated, I hated Friends when it was out. I was like, (laughs) it's popular, I don't like it, I just don't care about this game at all. Um. The biggest announcement to me was that Cyber Shadow is finally coming out January 26th. It was, of course, announced for Nintendo, but it is coming out on PlayStation and Xbox as well. That's going to be the first game I buy in 2021. I cannot wait to play this. It's the Ninja Gaiden game that is not made by Yacht Club, but they're publishing it, um, and it looks so much fun. If you get it on Switch and you have the Shovel Knight amiibo, you can get Shovel Knight in the game. There is amiibo support for Shovel Knight. You can't play as him, but he like comes in as like a familiar or something and does an attack. I don't know. It looks so much fun. I cannot freaking wait to play that. 
Uh, we thought Super Meat Boy was a one-year exclusive to the Epic Game Store, but it's out right now on Switch. It's a console launch exclusive. I'm guessing it'll come to PS4, 5, X-Bone, X-Series S's, X's, and all that stuff in a year. Um, I, I don't care about Super Meat Boy forever. I feel like I should, but I'm like... Everybody loved... I don't I know didn't. what... How, I don't know. Has there just been one? Yep. I tried it. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I get it. I just didn't really, it's not like it was terrible. Yeah. It's just, it's whatever. I don't, there's nothing special about it. Yeah. Nothing at all. It was well, fine, and, but like. And now it looks like it's like a flash game or something. I don't like the new art style. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, this one was confusing to me, uh, but they announced that Spelunky 1 and 2 are coming to Switch in 2021. I could have sworn Spelunky was out on there, and I thought Spelunky 2 came out on there. But apparently I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's it for the Nindies. Are you are you hyped for Cyber Shadow? Cyber Shadow. I'm definitely Also, the Shovel Knight did going to come out this year. I assume, Well, oh, I forgot this about that. 21, I mean. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to buy it. I'm looking forward to it, but I've still got, like, PTSD from... Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, and 3. Like, they were so unforgiving and just stupidly difficult. Yeah, so and it's I Castlevania 1 and 3, and you Platinum Curse the Moon 2. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think they would make a game that's just that. Yeah, just uh, over the top. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be very good. I'm a little concerned just from that side of things, but I'm absolutely going to get it, and it's it's... In no way am I expecting it to even be in the running for my game of the year, yeah. but it's going to be a fun game, and yeah, I, I, I will 100% get it. Well, it's like that, and whenever Axiom Verge 2 comes out, those are the two indies right now that I know about. Shovel Knight Dig, I'm still kind of on the fence. Um, I, I don't, I don't yeah. think I'll get it. Just freaking give us Shovel Knight 2 in 16-bit. Like, what are you doing? But Cyber Shadow and Axiom Verge 2, I am so excited to finally get my hands on. I think Axiom Verge 2 is more likely, and I again, I wouldn't expect it right. to be, but it's more likely to be you know, a possible contender for Game of the Year. I'm not expecting it to be, but it's got a way better chance than Cyber Shadow. Yeah. In a year when Horizon 2, God of War yeah. 2, supposedly, Breath of the Wild 2... Ratchet. Oh my God, that's right. Why do we not have a release date yet for that? I, it's getting me a little worried. <sighs> I can't wait for it. All right, now it's time for the wrap up. Sean, a PS5 update has added a warning. So when you start a game, if you're playing the last gen version, it'll say, yo. Like if I would have just been like, dum de dum, Call of Duty takes up 300 gigs. Okay, let me play this. It would pop up and be like, Bruh, you're playing the PS4 version. Are you sure you want to continue? I'd be like, bruh, no. The only thing that they should add is like, delete this off my freaking hard drive. I don't want yeah, this. I don't on know here. why it's even. Yeah. <sighs> Ghost of Tsushima Legends mode is getting Bloods, Bloodborne, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, and Shadow of the Colossus outfit, outfits, not offices, outfits that are available until I think January 15th. I haven't tried the Legends mode. It might be fun if. We both really get into it, you know, towards the end, whatever, to, to try out Legends, but yeah. yeah. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is getting classic mode in January. I forgot this was a thing. 
but it is going to be uh, a free add-on if you have the game. It's going to be five levels long, five levels long, full of demons and bosses. So it's going to be like old school Castlevania level based yeah. in Bloodstained World. Let's go. Control's next gen upgrade is finally coming out in February. Uh, also in February, we will be getting an update on the game that should not exist called Overwatch 2. Why they think they need, like, no one's made Minecraft 2. That thing's been out for 11, 12 years now, whatever, 13. I don't even know when it came out. Overwatch should not get a say. I've been going back and forth with my boys on this. And they're they're to the point now they're, where they're like, we love Overwatch. Why are they, why would they make another one? Just like. And then there's like cross game play and stuff where some people have new characters. To, like, it's so stupid. I, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot with that. But update will be coming in February. Uh, there's rumors going around that the PS4 Pro may no longer um, be available because it's no longer sold by PlayStation Direct. A lot of people are thinking that it's actually been discontinued. If that's true, that's a real dumb move by Sony when no one can even get a PS5. But Why? I don't know who would be buying a PS4 Pro right now. Well, they should be discounting it 100 or 150 bucks. I mean, if they discounted it quite a bit, yeah. I could understand somebody that somehow has gone this far without a PS4 being like, okay, well, now's the time. I can go without a PS5, but I'll get a PS4. But if you're going to spend almost as much on a PS4 Pro as you would on a PS5... Yeah, it's retail still four hundred for that. That's stu- like yeah. you can you can you literally get, get the PS five yeah. if you can actually get it. That's the so, problem. Well, yeah, I think it's super dumb if that's actually real. But no official word from Sony yet, so we will see. I think one should be discon- uh, disconnected, discontinued, either the regular or the pro, or both. Or I mean, maybe, but like the PS four Slim should be two hundred bucks. That should be three hundred, and then the PS five yes. is four or five hundred. Yep, exactly. You're welcome, Sony. Put me on your payroll. I'm not. As much as I'm a Sony fanboy, I'm not. Uh, Microsoft VR Simulator. It gets a VR update. That's not what I meant to write. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, VR Simulator? Microsoft Flight. Well, at least the Grizzly beat the Nets without KD or Kyrie and Jai got hurt. Microsoft Flight Simulator is getting its VR update. So that's cool. Uh, The Game Awards viewership was up 83% over last year with over 83 million concurrent live streams. Not concurrent. I didn't mean to say concurrent. I just threw that in there without that. <laughs> 83 million live streams. That's that. I, I love Jeff Keighley. People hate on him. That He does not deserve any of it. He's awesome. The show could be better and shorter, but I love it, and it makes me happy. This is a random one, Sean. Uh, SNK, you remember them? Mm-hmm. They are launching a console next year. It will, quote, be... A system to bridge the needs between passionate fans and console gaming enthusiasts, end quote. What does that even mean? Why? What is? <laughs> who is that? Isn't that the same people? Uh, the Mortal Kombat movie reboot is out April 16th on HBO Max and in theaters. Um, I didn't even know that they had shot this thing yet. I think I thought it was still like vaporware, but the fact that it's dated now, I'm like, okay. Because it's it looks like the Snyder Cut is coming out in March, is what a lot of people are thinking. I thought I would have already gotten it, but since everybody hates Wonder Woman 84, I was like, I'll just wait for the Snyder Cut. Have you watched Wonder Woman? No. Okay. I started looking at HBO Max just to see, like, do I want to go ahead and get it? It seems like there's a lot on there. 
Okay. What worries me, and I could probably just Google it and find out, but when I look at the app, so I downloaded it on my PS5, and then you can either sign up or just browse. I'm like, let me browse. Oh, well, see what's on there. Smart, at least, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff, and it's not just HBO exclusives like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. Movies, um, what was the one? I can't remember. But a whole bunch of movies and shows that are on there that you can scroll through and see. And they just say HBO under them. I'm like, that scares me. Like, does that mean... I have to have HBO Max. You actually have to have HBO to be able to watch it. Like, if I have HBO Max, can I watch all of these? Or everywhere where I see that little HBO below it, does that mean you need also... But it's like I would expect if I just saw that under like Game of Thrones and Kirby Enthusiasm stuff like that. Oh, I'd be like, okay. okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, but the fact that they just blow some random movies that have nothing to do They're with like, HBO. Olympus has fallen. HBO exactly, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know if I like that. Well, also, what's weird is I think they're removing all the they they when they launched it, they put up all the DCEU stuff, and they've been kind of phasing it out. I'm like, I know the DCEU That's sucks. All on there. But they're they're getting some of them's going to start falling off. I'm like, why wouldn't you just like hmm. Disney Infinity or Disney Infinity, <laughs> Disney Plus isn't going to take? They're not taking off like Avengers Infinity War or Endgame or something after like eh, it's been on there a year now. It's going to go. Hamilton's only going to be on there for a limited time. No, it's going to be on there forever. Like, yeah, it, it's weird, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Switch Online got some updates. Super Nintendo got Donkey Kong Country Three, Trixie's Tricky Travels. What was it called? Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's it actually called? Is Dixie's, it Trixie's? Dixie. Dixie's Conquest. Nailed it. Uh, the Ignition Factor. Super Valis 4. I feel like... I hate Nintendo. And Tough Enough, Sean. Don't, don't sell them short. Also, the NES is getting Nightshade. <laughs> I hate... I hate Nintendo Put all the freaking so games on there! This should be so easy. Like... It's so. It's dumb. like the. Remember the old. Was it a Geico commercial? What was the commercial with the old guy with the dollar on the fishing pole? He's like, oh, oh, you almost oh, got oh, it. Almost got oh, it. You almost got it. That's that's like Nintendo. Like, just give it to us. Like, yes. It's not like you're spending God. like a year getting these games patched to go on Switch right. Online. It's so annoying. It's stupid. Especially when you're only doing these updates like once every three or four months. Like, you're not like, ooh, Donkey Kong Country three. Right. Let me you subscribe now. No. Yeah. Nightshade on NES. Whoo, doggy. <laughs> what are we doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, Games with Gold was announced. PS Plus was not. But I kind of think Xbox might win this month. Games with Gold is getting Little Nightmares, Dead Rising, King of Fighters 13, and Breakdown. Is this when we two. get um, the... the uh, February's Destruction All-Stars. Oh, it's February. Yeah. Okay. So we don't know what January is like, but we will wrap up that. Oh, I looked at the word wrap up. We will report on that next week to see who wins. But that's actually a pretty. And I saw people replying to Wario like that are that have an Xbox are like, finally, we got some decent games. And that's what I thought when I saw it, it was like Dead Rising and King of King it's of the best 13. they've had in months. Yeah. King sure. of Fighters 13 is super old at this point, but SNK makes awesome fighting games. So to have that for free, just so you can at least add it to your library, like. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, Little Nightmare is supposed to be good. I don't even know what breakdown is. But I would say right now, Games of Gold is in the lead because Sony has not announced anything, but also it's a good lineup. That's it for episode 213. Thank you guys so much for being here. We are happy to be back. Um, 
by the time you're watching this, we've all almost survived 2020. Um, crazy, crappy year. We got through it. Um, we've been very lucky here. I hope you that are watching us have been very lucky as well. I hope you're all healthy. I hope your families are healthy. If you've gotten through this um, unscathed, like we were saying earlier. Um, 2021 is up next. Um, I'm excited for 2021. we got some awesome games coming out that year. Uh, hopefully more of y'all can get the PS5 and Series X and S if you want them. Three more days till I can don't say steal that, it. Say that finally... 2020 is oh wait no dang it <laughs> hindsight is 2020 you don't steal it. my joke you nailed it the delivery was amazing i'm just gonna tweet it on like december 30th to get ahead of everybody else and be like tomorrow didn't you already tweet it i'm trying to think of what i said at the beginning i think i said hey next year yeah i think i just said next year i'll like, be able I'm gonna to get this before anybody does <laughs> it'll pop up in your time uh, or something yeah um but yeah, you know all this stuff. Find us at nerd901.com. Check out Ernie the Blur Without Fear. All that other stuff. Um, this really has been just a crazy friggin' year. I, I said it to Sean the other day, and I've said it to my family and stuff. Like, This has simultaneously been the quickest and slowest year in the history of my life. Um, I'm glad it's finally over. Almost. <laughs> let's let's get there first. Not there yet. Um, also, thoughts and prayers to everybody in Nashville. Thank God nobody was was seriously hurt just up the road from us here, you know, three hours, freaking crazy. The, this, this stupid ass year just needs to end. Um, so yeah, we're going to end the podcast. That's it for 2020. We'll be back next year, maybe to talk about our top 10 games of the year. And maybe another week after that, <laughs> but until then, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>